Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. You can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, as many of you love to do. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe buttons, 855-839-1210. Major show announcement coming up in just under 20 minutes. Tony Bruno at 830. And one of the greatest breakdowns, the, the best... One of the most eloquently worded breakdowns as to why Nikki Haley just is not catching on, even in her home state of South Carolina. By the way, if you're keeping track, we're just about a week away from uh, the Nevada primary and caucus. Uh, a week ago yesterday, they do the caucus, February 6th, and then February 8th, Thursday, a week from tomorrow, they do the primary, and that will be up before we get to South Carolina. So we'll break that down coming up in just a little bit. But right now, let's get to the news. I'm sure there is a lot of it. 701, the great Dawn Stensland. And good morning this Wednesday morning, January 31st, 36 degrees with drizzle on the way. This morning, we're talking about headlines, including a Bucks County man in custody facing first-degree murder charges this after police say he took off in his father's car after actually murdering his own dad and decapitating his father, allegedly capturing the entire thing on a video that he released to YouTube. A a horrifying, gruesome murder scene as police in Bucks County were called to that scene last night and early this morning. And this, by the way, as Bucks County officials announced that they finally, finally, after nine days of their 911 system being down, they have, after a ransomware attack, they have restored core functionality. That's what they're saying. That's the quote, core functionality they've restored to the Bucks County 911 computer-aided dispatch system. Finally, a nine week, days this has been say, down. A week and a half. Yes. Wow. By the way, on this beheading, you know, yes. we talked last week about the guy in Alabama who got nitrogen uh, by death. Maybe we bring that up to uh, Pennsylvania and, and give this guy some nitrogen for his uh, his heinous acts. How about that? I'd be fine with that. The, reading the description of this is just like... It makes he, me cringe. He, like, I just, he went on YouTube and said he did it and then allegedly held up what looked like a decapitated head. Of his father on YouTube, so, so he's got that. he's got something in common with Kathy Griffin. Then yeah, Kathy Griffin, it was, it was fake. Dude. I know, I know. <laughs> trying to make a make light of him. Sorry, I missed. <clears throat> yeah, Kathy Griffin, it was a fake. <laughs> the fake head Trump, head. Of Trump. Yeah, yeah. It's always the thing I think of when somebody's holding up a head is her at nut job, which was horrible. Yeah, but. I I do. Th- this is making national news. It's gruesome. It's horrible. But also the son now who's charged with first degree murder of his father. Uh, there are ties to in the video apparently says he's a member of a militia. Mm. He's bashing Joe Biden. There's a political angle to this. So how long until the media mm-hmm. pounces on this? Yep. That's that's my that's my question. Did they this. find a red MAGA hat? Well, because that's the next step, right? Yeah, I mean, there. This is this is going to be. I'm I'm saying this. I I, this is going to be national news. Okay. Because of the political implications of this. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy was obviously uh, nuts. Has the Inquirer written a hit piece yet on on you know slant yet with this story? Because to your point, that's coming. Yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, uh, look. uh, every, people are reporting it 
as what the officials are saying that he because it was on the video. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking about politics, talking about Joe Biden, says his motive, allegedly says that his motive for murdering his own father, his father was a federal employee. And so he has a problem with the federal government. Oh, OK. So that's that's where it's going. So, so now every member of Congress is going to have to answer for this. Like they're going to be like, so is this are these the views you espouse? Yeah. Please, uh, please answer my question. That's correct. Do you condemn what this uh, what this man did? Please. Do you condone beheading your father? Yeah. That works for the federal government. It's sick. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked this morning a lot about the big news conference yesterday. It made news yesterday and still continues to make news today. Is new surveillance video has been released of that police-involved shooting. An officer survived the shooting. He was shot in the leg. He's recovering from home after being released from the hospital. As for the family of 28-year-old Alexander Spencer, the mom speaking out, saying that, in fact, she still has questions about that shooting after the scuffle and ultimately her son, died in the hospital. So DA Larry Krasner speaking out saying that he is reserving um, he is reserving many of his comments for the investigation, but I will say our new police commissioner released the some of the body cams, more surveillance video and is standing behind the Philadelphia police officers involved in that situation saying they entered that North Philadelphia store as there was an active warrant for one of the individuals, and by the way, they've been, still been searching for a guy they accuse of grabbing the firearm that was used to shoot the officer in the leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the officers had probable cause, and this is all about stop and frisk as well, because that was something that Sherelle Parker had absolutely supported. So I I see the the divisions being drawn here where we've seen the new mayor as well as her police commissioner saying they support a limited stop and frisk and that's not supported by the DA Krasners of the of Philadelphia. Okay. So yep, that's just putting look, that out. They're on the, at least they're on the uh, the correct side uh, yes, even though it's you know limited uh, in scope. So uh, we do have a Philadelphia woman she has been charged now criminally charged because she's accused of exposing herself on a flight and threatening to kill other passengers. So she's identified as 60-year-old Dulce Huertas, and she disrupt, she's accused of disrupting a Frontier Airlines flight from Orlando to Philadelphia. She has now officially been criminally charged with disrupting that Frontier Airlines flight, and uh, had ex- and the police authorities say she, she exposed herself. <clears throat> Man, never a dull moment on some of these flights. Yeah. You oh, know, my goodness. After further review, I'll just drive to the West Coast moving forward if I ever have the uh, desire to go out West. <laughs> these flights, every, I'm telling you, people get on a plane and weird stuff just happens. Your brain shuts off. I don't know. She had she had been served only two alcoholic drinks and uh, started yelling and cursing at the flight attendant who said, sit back down. She was cursing at the passengers around her, refused, according to reports, had said she would not sit down. And that's when she had <clears throat> exposed herself. Oh, boy. Jeez. So we've got that going on. Another local story. Thank you to Anthony Terenzo, who pointed this one out. This is a biggity big businessman with a lot of political ties. 
somebody who certainly had uh, been an ally to former governor, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and his brother obviously is a lawmaker in South Jersey. This is George Norcross III, high-profile Jersey Democrat. He has agreed to pay this $5 million penalty after a criminal investigation into uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in tax breaks that he received that the energy company Holtec International had been awarded. So this was announced yesterday, State Attorney General's office, and ultimately um, now the the company based in Camden, South Jersey, that dismantles nuclear power sites to defer criminal charges linked to this bogus 2018 application for a million dollars in tax credits. So he was in line to get these tax credits. The AG under the Murphy administration, and so there are some political you know implications to this because obviously um, Norcross is somebody who's backed those who are not necessarily supportive of Murphy, mm-hmm. and so there are some you know who may say that maybe this was politically motivated to look into this. I don't know that. I'll just point that out to you. But Mr. Norcross, an insurance executive, is on the board of Holtec. His spokesperson could not be reached for comment. Hmm. Okay. So he agreed agreed to pay the $5 million penalty. So there it is. So no criminal charges. Gotcha. Boom. Uh, we've talked about this morning. We've talked about so much. Uh, Joel Embiid, by the way, looks like he's out. He has an MRI today. After that scuffle on the floor, on the court floor, another court scuffle, you might say, in the basketball court. But nobody's talking about the Warriors winning over the Sixers. They're talking about the fact that one of the players fell on his bad knee, and it was, like, hyperextended already, and then crushed. It's hard to look at that video. That's because nobody watched it because it started at 10.30. you got to be insane to yeah. watch an NBA game in January at 11 oh o'clock at night goodness. on a Tuesday. There's so much to talk about this morning, but we are sponsored this morning. Before I give the forecast, weather and news sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations. So overstock emergency, Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games, all name brand merchandise from the biggest online retailers sacrificed up to 90% off. Okay, so you're going to pay 10%. Turn 7, Philadelphia Mills, Moorestown Mall, hurry Turn seven liquidations, and we do have liquid in the form of drizzle in the forecast today, just 42 degrees. It's raw, it's rainy, it's cloudy, it's ugly today, but tomorrow, just for Greg Stocker, because he loves the sun. Greg Stocker, the sun will come out tomorrow, and we're near 50 degrees tomorrow, so it's going to be warm, the warmest day of the week tomorrow, just a lovely day with partly sunny skies tomorrow. And 52 degrees, they've just upped this for you Thursday, tomorrow. Then Friday, 45 degrees, partly sunny. The weekend, 46 degrees and bright sunny skies on Saturday. And for your Sunday, what a treat, 50 degrees, bright sunny skies. So the weekend looks nice. Sunday looks to be the better day. But tomorrow we can look forward to that on this rainy, drizzly day. Thank you so much, Turn 7 Liquidations, for sponsoring our news and weather. Kellen Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. And as Dawn was delivering the news, we had some breaking news come down just about eight minutes ago. This just in, uh, I'm seeing this from MSNBC on Twitter, just in, White House official confirms that President Joe Biden will indeed travel to East Palestine, Ohio. Not a joke. Not a joke to meet with residents impacted by the Norfolk Southern Trail derailment, which happened 
Uh, 334 days ago, for those of you that are keeping tabs on your calendar, it took them almost a calendar year. Um, I do not have the... An election year, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Of course. Just point that name out. Name me a time. Yeah. Well, Joe said, <laughs> name me a time, and he's going to be heading out. I mean, after that train derailed and we saw all those... You know, little creeks and tributaries and little bodies of water that even six months in, nine months in, um, are still contaminated with like that murky fluorescent tint to the water. Remember, remember, speaking of how, how, how much of a facade politics can be, remember when they sent a few of the, I think it was the EPA people out. And they were actually on television drinking the tap water yep. Yep. in these people's homes. Let's find me, guys. I'm good. Mm, crisp I and cold. Wasn't Buttigieg one of them? Maybe I, he wasn't, but I somebody high up in the administration drank the water. Yeah, it, it was almost like an endorsement for like one of those like you know water uh, water taps that you put on your faucet. Yeah. Yep. Um, and by the way, if you've been wondering why Trump or uh, Biden hasn't gone to East Palestine, Ohio, it's because Trump carried that uh, district in the election in 2020 by 73 percent. You know, what's funny is that I think it actually is worse that he's going mm-hmm. 334 days later. Might as well just let it go. He might as well just let it go because he's going to get there and they're going to be they're going to be like what like why are you here now? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's this is a really really bad move by them. That's correct. Really bad move. If if this would have happened in um what's the real rough area in Michigan where they had water issues for Flint, years? Flint. In, in Flint, Michigan. Is there any cuz I think Flint, Michigan votes D pretty much almost across the border at a very high percentage. If that would have happened in Flint, Michigan, Joe Biden would have been there within probably three weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. But this happened in East Palestine, Ohio. So 334 days later, Joe Biden says uh, he is on his way. Better late than never, I guess. But they're saying that the visit is uh, the actual timing is yet to be announced. Yet to be announced. <laughs> well, Joe's got a lot on his plate these days. Yeah. you got to carve out a little bit of time. Mm. So I'm sure somebody will ask a question while he's getting ready to board his flight and nobody can hear in the background and the, the helicopter's making all kinds of noise. Joe's like, what? What'd you say? No, I got nothing to say. And then he'll just waddle up the short steps. All right, coming up next, we've teased it for almost 50 straight hours. <laughs> it is time for the major show announcement. What could it be? Uh-oh. You've been tweeting, you've been posting, Wait, you've been is it pontificating. Now? It's in five, five minutes. minutes. As soon yeah. as we pay the bills, baby. Dun, dun, We're dun. coming back with the big announcement on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. Uh, this is also a very big announcement. It's still January, one more day left for the month, and it's still okay to ring in the new year. And that's exactly what our friends from the Piazza Premium Automobiles are doing. Piazza is excited to welcome two new members to their family of dealerships because in a day and age where people are downsizing, they're expanding. Why? Because business is booming. Infinity Ardmore and Maserati of the Main Line, both located on Lancaster Avenue, and you're going to get the same first-class customer experience that you've come to expect from Piazza Premium Automobiles. You can find your new certified or pre-owned vehicle, whether it's Infinity or Maserati or some of their other luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and more. Check them out online right now before the big announcement. Just go to PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, and it is announcement time. 
You know, by the way. Yeah. I'm just going to delay this for, for a few minutes of music. Putting my brand manager hat on. <laughs> this is Genesis. Yeah. Just a job to do. Mm-hmm. I learned from this day in music history from our buddy Phil Omquist a few yeah. days ago that yeah. it was uh, Phil Collins' birthday. Yes, it was. So, happy birthday, Phil Collins. I heard a little studio on the way home <laughs> yesterday in my uh, ride back to Bluebell. This All is right. uh, this is great. This is a this is a fantastic album. It's good fantastic stuff. Fantastic album. Yeah. Good stuff. Make sure we just you know sweep some quarter hours here next. <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah. get down to business, shall we? Uh oh. The Delaware Valley and beyond, anxiously awaiting what exactly the big announcement is. I do think it's worth pointing out a few things that it's not going to be. Okay. Okay? So, number one, we are not going to FM. Uh-oh. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Well, well, no, I'm just I'm well, kidding. I'm kidding. Who knows? I joke. Who I knows joke. what the future holds? All the, you all never the suits know. are listening. Stay <laughs> tuned. Because they don't even know what it is. That is correct. <laughs> so, we will not be going to FM. That's number one. All of those tweets and YouTube comments are not correct. Mm. Uh, we are not going to Clearwater for Philly Spring oh, Training. Oh, really? That's correct. I am getting a haircut, though, by the way. <gasps> what are you, trying to steal the John Ritchie bit? Well, I'm not going to do what it on air. Wait. Do? Let's cut our hair on the radio. <laughs> Maybe we can have a hot chick in next week. We should. On Thursday, I'm getting my hair cut. That's, no, that's the big announcement. Don't oh, get no, your hair cut yet. Why? Because we should do it no. on March 22nd and say if somebody gives a $1,000 or whatever, we'll do oh, the haircut on camera. Travis Manning. Yes. Don't Good point. Oh. Good point. Do it. Why do you always have to tug at the heartstrings of the audience, Don? I know. Come on. <sighs> It's for a good cause. Stalker, can you suck it up for seven more weeks? No. Or, or just Look start... at my hair. No. Greg <laughs> looked in the mirror and he finally realized. Holy crap. <laughs> no, the problem is, is that it, it gets, it's just too, it's too long now. It, there's nothing to, I can't do anything with it. It needs to be styled. I need to style. Style it. <laughs> so that's the big announcement. I'm getting my hair cut. Okay, so that is no. not the announcement. No. So okay. no FM, no clear water, no stalker haircuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, RFK Jr. is not taking over as EP of the program for Stalker. That has also been cleaned out. Ava uh, Ava writes that uh, Greg looks like a Neanderthal. Thank you. Thank you, Ava. Well, the I study does that. show that we gave you that morning people are typically Neanderthals. It's true. I, I, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, I kind of just stumble around. I'm like, I don't want to get my hair cut. Yes. <laughs> All right, and one last thing that it's not. Um, and I know a lot of people have been speculating about this. Uh, Larry Krasner will not be taking over for Mark Levin. All right. So <laughs> there's a lot of speculation but, about that 7 to 10 p.m. slot. So. By the way, a lot of people are saying, is it going to be a uh, live studio audience for some... Uh, yes, I think, should be. To be honest with you, I never thought about that, but that is a fabulous idea. Studio audience I had that show? idea. Okay. Do you not remember this? Yeah, like... Like you, like a I, year ago. Yeah, like you. I, I don't. You know. Oh, sorry. I don't listen. You know. I know. Or I'm or, invisible. Or, or read texts. <laughs> Same thing happens um, at home. So are you uh, talking about like a remote? No, 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 no. Like we have that beautiful uh, space oh, out mm-hmm. there uh, that is that is prime for you know a live studio audience show. Yeah. So maybe you know maybe once a month or something. Maybe okay. we do that. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just spitballing here on the air, trying right. to kill time. So yeah. We, Get to seven. Yeah, so we get to seven. And the audience, the audience is getting a, a little tired of your shenanigans. I don't care. All right, I don't, I'm playing radio. Will that make you happy, Fred? Will it? <laughs> Should we just get to the announcement? 
Uh, this is boy, gonna, do, this do, is... You, do you know how to do radio? No, I have I no mean, idea. Come on. How, no idea. Okay, how. just to clarify, uh-uh. just to clarify, I'm what I thought you were talking about was at the Travis Mannion event. Yeah. I had hoped for a live audience, so I never oh, thought of it oh, once oh, a monthly. Oh. I was still on Travis Mannion. Okay, I'd Sorry. be all for doing in front of a live a live audience. That'd be great. Wait, doing doing wait. doing the morning show yeah. like once a month or once a. I quarter. mean, heck, that hub's only used one day a week for an hour. <laughs> we might as well take I, advantage of the beautiful space that we've it's been. A afforded. Great idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I to be honest with everybody out there, I didn't think about that, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a lot of texts and tweets thinking that was the big announcement. That's not the big announcement. No, it's but, not. But it's not. it would be, in my opinion, it would be a cool idea. I think it'd be a do. fabulous idea. Well, we do it. You have to do it on a day that nobody else, So it have to, couldn't be on a Tuesday. Yeah, it would be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Yeah, when nobody else <laughs> the, is here. The other four days when nobody comes into to the 80,000 square feet we have. <laughs> We could cater breakfast. <laughs> really? It'd be like Fox and Friends. Lorenzo can stand up and interview the crowd like Lawrence Jones. We'll yeah. put Lorenzo awesome. to use. Wawa can come in and bring breakfast. And, yeah. Or Wendy's That might or actually something. wake Lorenzo up a little earlier than 745. <laughs> <laughs> get him jolted Aww, by 545. We'll sh- yeah. Put jumper cables on Lorenzo. And sometime Mary could come. People could meet Mary. Yeah. There's something about Mary. <laughs> yes. Lebo says, Greg is a long-haired hippie freak. Thank you, Lebo. I appreciate that. <laughs> Everybody, everybody is such uh, a nice crowd. <laughs> Boy, they love you. <laughs> it's, no, it's fun. Oh yeah, and by the way, what? I am not going anywhere. Yes, nothing is changing on this show. No. However, okay, that or, being said, or on any other show on, on during the six six a.m. to seven p.m. That's correct. Thank you. So, starting tomorrow, uh oh, at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Dawn will, will be... no longer be on YouTube. Right. That's correct. We're taking <laughs> Dawn off That's camera. Right. We will be giving out a keyword Uh-oh. starting tomorrow, Uh-oh. every morning at 8.30, because exclusive to this audience, somebody in the Kalen Company listening base is going to be going on a seven-night Disney cruise what? For, four for four to the Caribbean. What? And it could nice. be you. Wow. All you need to do is listen for the keyword starting tomorrow, mm. weekday mornings at 8.30, right as we wrap up the cut sheet. And then you're going to take that keyword to 1210WPHT.com, and you will enter for your chance to win. And it, here's what I want to tell this audience. This is not one of those national contests. Mm-hmm. This is this show on this station, yep. 6A to 10A. This isn't the Bob Jones show in Toledo, Ohio, uh, that could also have a listener win, or the uh, Joe Johnson show in Arizona. This is exclusively to this program. It it could be, I'm just going to go down through the names here, it could be Robert Schwartz, it could be Lebo, it could be Carl Meyer, it could be Ed C, it could be Newman Price, it could be Kevin Pools, it could be Jessica Bell, it could be uh, Ava, it could be Chris, it could be uh, uh, Shafe, it could be Peter M., it could be, it's going to be somebody in this listening audience. That is correct. Starting tomorrow Uh-oh. at 8.30. Again, this is not a national contest. Wait, when's the cruise? The cruise is what well, we will announce the winner on the air coming up on We're, Friday, February 23rd. So by my math... Three weeks from Friday, we will announce the winner. Not only are we going to announce the winner, guys, we're going to do one of those cheesy radio bits. We're going to call the winner live on air. Oh, And tell them. Look, I love this. I I, I fought super hard for this because I just wanted to 
um, uh, give back to the audience who have given this radio station so much and have, you know, it, it's just, this right. is this is our thank you for listening Yes, every day, for being loyal and for That's doing correct. what we do. We're going to send one of you and three of your friends, family members, People you want to bribe? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm accepting bribes. By the way, you're you're not eligible. I know. Although, what if I wore a fake mustache and changed my name to Lou? Although, what if we? What if I somehow finagled us to do like a live broadcast from said cruise? <laughs> uh, I mean, finagle, finagle away. Sir. I can't spend I can't spend seven days with you two. I love you guys both, but I I, yeah. I can. Yeah. I spend enough time with you're you. Probably right. <laughs> And I'll be done with dry January at that point, and you'll see me cocktailing at 4.30, and you'll be like, good God, man, get a hold of yourself. Yeah. So this is great. Now, by the way, we will do this live on the air on Friday, February 23rd, and I only have two rules. Yeah. These are the kale rules. Mm. When we call you live on the radio, you better sound excited. I need Because you, you signed up, you went to the website, you took the keyword, mm-hmm. so don't be like, oh, th- uh, uh, oh thanks. Like, like, sound excited. Yes. And by the way, if there's any negative comments in the YouTube chat, we should banish them forever, in my opinion. So the cruise is for what? Four adults? Four no, people. no, no. Children, too. Like yeah. You can take your children. You're like a family of four? Yeah. To yeah. the Caribbean. That's right. On a uh, cruise ship. These Seven Disney nights. cruises are are a blast. Yes. Yeah, yeah and, and, and one Kale & Company listener and three of their family members, friends, whatever, are going. That's right. I We, we asked, though, that... We can give them a Kale & Company prize pack. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked, though, that you wear... Merch, yeah, and take crew. pictures yeah. and post it to social media and tag us, and we'll reshare it. Yep, That's the way it yeah. works. I'm just telling you, it's going to be it is going to be a listener. This is not a national contest. It's going to be a listener Thank from you. Kale and Company. So. Lorenzo says, "I'll take one for the team and broadcast from the cruise." Hello, I'm here. Man, man on the sh- <laughs> man on the <laughs> ship. Yes. A man on the ship. Bit. Here's Mary in the lounge chair. <laughs> Mary, you want another mojito? Well, that's the other thing we could do. We could be, um, um, we could be Michael, Michael, what? What? Michael, you, you were saying? Mike, no, I'm, I'm getting distracted by the YouTube chat. Michael, you're, you're wrong, my friend. What? It's, no, he just, What's Michael saying? no, no, I just, I don't want to even acknowledge it. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's not my Michael. It's ridiculous. It's not my it's Michael. It's not Dawn's Michael. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. You will starting tomorrow, eight thirty. We will give you a keyword each weekday morning. You will take that keyword, go to twelve ten wpht dot com, enter for your chance to win. This is not a national contest. <laughs> Kale and Company exclusive seven night Disney cruise for four to the Caribbean. Uh, take your daughter, take your son, take your wife, take your wife and your girlfriend, take whoever yeah. the hell you want. Uh, we will call the winner on the air on Friday, February twenty third. All right, coming up next, why Nikki Haley is not resonating with Republicans. A great answer. And also, what's going on behind closed doors this week at the RNC? Remember, they wanted to give Trump the presumptive nomination. He wants to win it at the ballots, and Nikki thinks it's BS to begin with. We'll break it all down before we get to the cut sheet next on Kale & Company. First, we got to talk about the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Really has you covered for betting on all your favorite sports and for playing all your favorite casino games for real money. Bet Philly hoops, bet player performances for points. That's my thing, the individual player performances. It's a lot of fun, and it's so easy to do. So the live bet, all your favorite sports on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fanatic plus Play all your favorite games 24-7. And bet more than just the score 
tour, bet Philly hoops, bet on those, like I say, the individual player performances. And you want to play also play roulette. Texas Hold'em, that's my husband's favorite, the Texas Hold'em. Blackjack with a live dealer right on your own phone. Bet sports as you watch the action unfolding. Early lines on the big game. San Fran is a two-point favorite against Kansas City. The over-under on that one, 47.5 points. So Bet Parks has a great offer right now. Join me right now. Download the app, the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet and bonus bets must be wagered once. The Bets Parks Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app, as you know, that I use myself, that I ever recommend. It is safe. It is secure. And like I say, it's so easy to use. Must be 21 in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Welcome back in Kale and Company, Nick Dawn and Greg. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Tony Bruno standing by. We'll touch base with him in about 45, 50 minutes. Bruno will join us live from Florida coming up at 8.30 this morning. A lot of people weighing in and reacting to the major show Uh announcement. Yeah, Some very good, funny ones coming in. Our buddy Newman Price says the first keyword should be... Mustard. (laughs) I don't know if it'll be the first, but I think it could very well be one of the keywords over three weeks. And then Ornery Hounds checks in. He says, man, I can't wait to hear the Zioli prize. Here's a four-person canoe to row across the (laughs) Delaware like George Washington. (laughs) By the way, Zioli tomorrow night out at Parks. And uh, looking forward to going out and seeing... Seeing Rich and having a good time, so swing on by. Are you breaking your... Um, yeah, because tomorrow's February. February 1st. It's the only reason I'm going. If it was January 31st, I would have to seriously consider going and staying dry. Like like Anthony's old man, we'll just have Diet Cokes while everybody else has a, a blast. But to know, tomorrow's February 1st, so uh, I, I will indulge. Just one, though, because it's a school night, kids. Yes. We still have to come back and do the show on Friday. Yes. And we already know Friday's going to be a disaster to begin with. Definitely. So Never. Never. All right, cut sheet in about four minutes. I do want to get into this quickly here and play you this audio. So what's going on with the RNC? Because they are meeting this week behind closed doors. And we, we, we talked about this proposed resolution where they were going to declare Trump the presumptive nominee. But that's been removed from the agenda before the committee this week in Las Vegas, according to party officials. The reversal comes as the first two early state contests have uh, basically shown Donald Trump to be the leader, 32 to 17, as far as delegates earned in Iowa and New Hampshire. Uh, and what was expected to be an uneventful RNC winter meeting in Las Vegas this week has briefly gained some heightened attention. Uh, Within hours of the resolution's leak last week, we know and we talked about this, Trump batted down the proposal saying, I'll I'll win it with, you know, doing these uh, ridiculous primaries and caucuses, even though he knows it's going to be a roll to victory over Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley came out and said, quote, while they have far more votes than necessary to do it, I feel like for the part, the sake of the party unity, that they should not go forward with this plan. That was actually Donald Trump's quote. Um, 
Nikki Haley said on Sunday's NBC's Meet the Press, quote, if you're going to go and basically tell the American people that you're going to go out and decide who the nominee is after only two states have voted, I can't get on board with that. We need to give them that. The American people want to have their say in who is going to be their nominee. I mean, you can't do that based on just two states of voting. That was Nikki Haley on Meet the Press on Sunday. But the reason Nikki Haley needs to close up shop, in part, obviously, because there is no path. You look at South Carolina, the polls say that Trump is going to roll. I've seen polls 20, 25, 27 percent that show Trump out with a healthy lead in the Palmetto State, which, by the way, that is coming up on February 23rd. But I've kind of mentioned this in the past about how Republicans and the New Guard They don't want to go back to the old days. They don't want to go back to the Bushes and the McCains and the Romneys and that old, stodgy, elitist GOP, that country club mentality. The the blue-collar American has shifted to the Republican Party. And I thought Charlie Gasparino had a great breakdown yesterday. I want to play you this right before we get to the cut sheet, a little cut sheet hors d'oeuvre. He was on with uh, Sandra Smith, who was filling in for Cavuto yesterday, before the five came on, and he was talking about the big donors that Nikki has and why it's not translating in the primaries. Take a listen to this really good breakdown about the state of the GOP. Uh, we should point out that I think a lot of these commitments predated New Hampshire. I, I mean, I know for a fact the uh, the notice for the fundraisers came in about a month ago. So remember, the, the money she gets from this is not like they're writing the check today. They've written it already, and, and now they're attending. Uh, and that says something, because, you know, I think... There is some real legitimate concern about Nikki Haley and and her campaign going forward among the big donors. And the concern is simply this. She hasn't won a state yet. It looks like she's going to lose her home state and lose it significantly. And if that's the case, I I mean, I think you're going to see some of the people that are that have been giving money to her so far. And these are big donors back away. I mean, one of the problems I think Nikki Haley has is that. She's running in a Republican primary as a different type of Republican. You know, maybe someone that I might like is someone that you might like. Uh, Charlie, but, you don't like anybody. You know, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I hate them all equally. Uh, but, but, you know, here's the thing. The, my point is the Republican Party base has changed, and it's not the guys, the donors. In the, it's, it's gone from the old country club Republican types, the, the, the free marketeers like me, um, you know, to, to and 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 the Wall Street money men. It's gone from that to essentially a blue collar party, uh, a very populist party. And you know, she's appealing to like the vast major minority, not the majority. And the, and the majority has her literally like linked up with globalists. And that, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But they, that image has already been well, that that image is there, and it's hard to erase. And It is very hard to erase, and I do think that breakdown is very accurate and good, and I think it's important for this note. The latest Bloomberg morning consult polls are out with Trump-Biden in the swing states. Trump is leading Biden now in all seven swing states. He's up on uh, Biden in Arizona and Pennsylvania by three, Michigan and Wisconsin by five, Georgia and Nevada by eight, North Carolina by ten. I bring up Nevada, Trump plus eight for a reason. With the primary and caucus coming up next week in Nevada, Trump is going to roll over Nikki there. And then we're going to go to South Carolina, and Trump's going to obliterate her there. And that's when the money is going to start to dry up. 
I don't know that she makes it to Super Tuesday if some of these donors bounce on her. Guys, I, the money's not drying up. It's it's just not. They're, she, they know she can't win. They're in. He, she's in this as a spoiler. She's in this to keep up because the GOP and 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 you know the people who are funding her uh, don't want Donald Trump to be president. So you so think he, she, well into the spring and summer the donors will she, still be there? I believe that she's going to be be uh, on the ballot in Pennsylvania. I one hundred percent believe that. That is April twenty third. Because I believe. she's she's in there just to kind of pick away and do damage to Trump. That's 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 the only reason she's there. Am okay. I wrong? I mean, I, I look. I, I have no idea what what the threshold is for some of these donors, these big donors. Uh, I mean, if 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 she loses, if, if, I'll just put it this way: I can only speak for myself. If I was one of those big donors, if I had unlimited funds to keep bankrolling her, and she loses by the margin that she's predicted to in her home state, that's where I'm like, hey, I know you wanted to do this, and I was hoping for this, but I'm pulling the ripcord now. I like my money. That's just me. But it's not her money. No, no, I'm saying if I'm a donor. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Like, that's where I'm like, I, I, I'm i sorry, I can't contribute anymore. You're getting steamrolled. I value my money, and you're getting crushed, and I look stupid. Well, no, they're, they're never Trumper donors. It's their money, and yes, they're, yes. that's what this is. Yeah. That's all That's 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 all this is. She's yep. just in there as a uh, Spoiler. turd in the punch bowl mm-hmm. right. with gnashed teeth. <laughs> turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> Totally underutilized. A warmonger candidate. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's she's the old guard, man. All right. Let's get to a Wednesday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. What's on the Cut Sheet? What's on the Cut Sheet on this? What's area? Wednesday is brought to you by Cherry Hill Volvo, where right now you can get a sensational 2023 S60 courtesy of Volvo for less than $29 thousand dollars these beautiful volvos have less than five thousand miles hurry to cherry hill volvo today to get yours cherry hill volvo where relationships matter somebody who works at a car dealership once told me that president's day weekend is the best time to buy a car i've heard that a new car yeah so cherry hill volvo where relationships matter check them out tell them you heard about them on kale and company 1210 wphd representative cory bush you, you you kind of alluded to this in your big take this morning at 6 15 nicholas kale um she's under investigation for after hiring her husband as security and remember this is the same woman you played the clip uh where she 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 says that look look i can have security mm-hmm. but i want to defund the police. Right, so you correct. can't have security i'll spend whatever i want to protect my life she's a uh she's a representative from missouri from st louis uh the the department of justice is investigating her campaign's spending on security services uh, she says uh, she, she retained her now husband as part of her security team and claims he is able to provide services at or below market rate. <laughs> yeah, man. Good answer. Yep. Uh, she took to Capitol Hill yesterday with in, in front of a bunch of um, reporters and blamed right wing media <laughs> for the DOJ probing her use of campaign funds. Mm. She says she needs to get back to saving lives. Yes, because she's superwoman. Uh, Representative Cory, but what'd you call her this morning? An Oompa Loompa? Yeah, big angry Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always stomping around Capitol Hill. Uh, this is Representative Cory Bush on the uh, floor, or on outside of the Capitol uh, yesterday. Cut one, Phil, go. 
levels of integrity. I also believe in transparency, which is why I can confirm that the Department of Justice is reviewing my campaign spending on security services. We are fully cooperating with this investigation, and I would like to take this opportunity to outline the facts and the truth. Since before I was sworn into office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety uh -oh. and life. Yeah. As a rank-and-file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. Any reporting that I have used funds for personal, secu for personal security is simply false. In recent months, right-wing organizations have lodged baseless complaints against mm. me, peddling notions that I have misused campaign funds to pay for personal security services. That simply is not true. I have complied with all applicable, law, applicable laws and House rules and will continue to prioritize the rules that govern us as federal elected officials. In particular, the nature of these allegations have been around my husband's role on the campaign. In accordance with all applicable uh, rules, I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or, uh, or below fair market rate. These criminal complaints have resulted <laughs> in a number of investigations, yeah. some of which are still ongoing. The Federal Election Commission and the House Committee on Ethics are currently reviewing the matter, as is the Department of Justice. We are fully cooperating in all these pending investigations. In September of last year, 2023, after conducting a months-long investigation, the Office of Congressional Ethics found no wrongdoing and voted unanimously to dismiss the case. I look forward to this same outcome from all impending investigations. I would just love to know what is what is right wing media have to do with Biden's DOJ investigating you? This is not like Republicans are just coming out with their pitchfork saying, "Hey, let's investigate her." This this is you know Biden's Department of Justice investigating her. This is the same DOJ that is looking in or the FBI when they went after <laughs> Eric Adams. So for what it's worth, you're starting to see Biden's DOJ go after a lot of Democrats. Uh, whether they are, as she says, rank and file or the mayor of New York City. By the way, I have the Wikipedia page, the official Wikipedia of the squad. Oh, well, yeah. I'm glad you're going here. Can you? Yeah. Uh, you want so, me to hold off? No, no, no. Just one, because you said you wanted to, to do a power ranking. I do. Them, right? Yeah. So I don't know. There's no audio. There is, but it's just, it's it's horrendous music. So uh, head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHT if you want to see this video. It's four of the squad members walking towards the camera I've seen as this. kind of like uh, a <laughs> So you can see it. It's Elon Omar, uh, Presley, um, Corey Bush, and um, the other one, yep. Talib. Yep. Talib. Uh, walking towards the camera like they're like, you know, the new uh, girl band. <laughs> um, it's the Backstreet Boys all reincarnated. Phil, if you can just play cut six on a loop, I'd appreciate it. Um, there you go. So they're walking towards... Do you see this, Nick? Yeah. What is that, an ad for Jenny Craig? <laughs> <laughs> what at, in the world? Oh, my Lord. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully, baby. Hopefully that, uh, that sidewalk is... Um... It's, a, it's, a new, it's the new video for Sir Mix-a-Lot. 
Baby got ba- it's baby got back. Listen. Baby got. All right, so it's uh, Elon Omar, Ayanna uh, Presley, Corey yep. Bush, and Tlaib. That's correct. For if you look, there's Omar. She's actually they, smiling. They, I said earlier this morning, I've never seen her smile. There's the first one. They love this attention. They, this they is, this absolutely is, do. Instead of, you know, doing things for their constituents, yep. they're walking down the street in TikTok videos like they're, uh, they're a gang or yes. something. Yes. This, uh, this is, well, they're the squad. Yeah. They're staying on brand. By the way, here's my power ranking. So for those that don't know... There are eight members. There's the four founding members, Alex, <laughs> founding and then you have the four subsequent members. So it's like the NWO back in wrestling. Like you had your the black and white, and then yeah. the black and red faction. Yeah, it jumped the shark when Horace Hogan became a member of the NWO. That is correct. <laughs> two two people realized that reference. <laughs> That's fine. You can join Greg and I. Uh, so the four founding members are Alexandria Ocasio Cortez from New York, Ilhan Omar from Minnesota, Ayanna Presley from Massachusetts, Rashida Tlaib from Michigan. The subsequent members are Jamal Bowman, a.k.a. Fire Alarm Boy, from New York, Corey Bush from Missouri, Greg Kassar or Cesar from Texas, and Summer Lee right here from Pennsylvania. So here's my power rankings of just how unlikable I have them. Mm. Um, Ilhan Omar is number one. Rashida Tlaib, who refused to take that tweet down after the attack from Hamas on Israel post-October 7th, she comes in at a solid number two. Uh, Corey Bush, who wants to spend five hundred grand on personal security, is number three. Uh, fire alarm guy Jamal Bowman is number four. I've actually got AOC five because I've actually started to realize that she's just a cartoon character. Um, she's just really playing a role more than anything. Ayanna Presley is number six. Um, she's the one that has the shaved head. Uh, Kassar at seven. I got to tell you, uh, and I'm not trying to be a homer here to Pennsylvania because I don't like any of the squad Dems or any of their policies because they're all progressive left-wing nut jobs. We don't hear much about Summer Lee. To be honest, I can't give you one thing off the top of my head that has driven me insane about Summer Lee. I don't know, Dawn, if you, I know, Dawn, you cover local stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything about Summer Lee that you could rattle off the top of your head that policy-wise? Well, just recently, she's big on, this, on the abortion issue. Okay. And so even though she did, she did admit that there's no threat to abortion rights in Pennsylvania. So at some point she did acknowledge that, but she, that's big on her agenda. Gotcha. Abortion, abortion, abortion. And that's what the 12th district, I believe in Pennsylvania. (laughs) Old old man Dudley says the squad video redefines hippie. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of hip in that video, brother. A lot of hip. Uh, well done, my friend. Well done. I would suggest more hop, but, um, you know, yeah, that's just me um, rooting for their personal health. Let's stick with TikTok, shall we? Do we have to? I know that's what everybody's saying. Uh, this woman, she's an African-American woman. She claims on TikTok that a white person giving her a compliment at work is a microaggression and can be offensive. Complimenting somebody is offensive. So, yeah, complimenting okay. people now is offensive. Okay. Uh, so she felt like she needed to take to TikTok um, to, um, to, to discuss her, her plight, I guess. Uh, this is cut five, Phil, go. On today's episode of Is It a Microaggression or Is a White Lady Just Being Nice? A co-worker says to me, you're running this meeting very well. Mind you, the person who was supposed to run the meeting didn't come. So it could have just been a nice compliment. What do y'all think? Okay, three things. Impact, intent, precision. 
Would she have felt compelled to say the same thing to a straight white male? Oh my God. Because we can't guess her intent. Did I feel offended? No, I didn't. But that doesn't mean other people wouldn't be. Uh So I think it's both. And that's why it's important to be explicit with your language. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Got it, guys. You're doing a hell of a job with this presentation today. Do you not like me because I'm black? What? No, I just say you did a great job. Can you imagine? No. We're going to get to a... And we're probably already here. Where people just can't compliment one another because it's going to be looked at as a microaggression. It's going to be looked at as sexual harassment. It's going to be looked at whatever. I, You know, you know? I, I have long disliked the way society has become detached from each other in public. I don't... I, I And I know I've said this before. I don't like when I see people that are, like, shopping in a store with earbuds on um, or... What's wrong with that? I, I just... Like, you're out and about. I'm not saying you got to be, like, conversing with people, but, like, everybody just kind of, even when you're in public, it's like your own your own little private bubble. It's almost like a, and I think there's a lot of people that actually wear the earbuds. They're not even listening to anything. It's just a symbol to say, hey, don't bother me. Don't well, approach me. Well, with a lot of these earbuds, especially the ones I wear, you can barely tell the people are that mm-hmm. that you have them in. So your hair's so long. Right. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Well, like, <laughs> you're like my wife and my. And, and then you have Anthony's dad, who, who wears like the old Motorola Bluetooth in oh, his man, ear, like just, he's like he's like conducting ten million dollar transactions twenty four seven. I could take this call at any moment. Hold on, on, Nick. On Sunday night when he's cooking, he has it. In. it, it it's just it's an, it's just unbelievable. But like, I think you know, I'm at the point now where maybe I'm the one that's wrong, and all of these people have got it figured out. Because you just, you never know that with the nicest little pleasantry or greeting could trigger somebody. Yeah. Like, maybe these people have got it figured out, and I'm the one who's wrong, where it's like, you know what? Just stay away from people, because you could simply say hello, and somebody could be like, that's a microaggression. I'm like, by the way, we got to really figure out where all these people are coming from with yeah. these this terminology. And then she gave a bullet point breakdown. One, two, three. Well, it could be this, but it's probably not. It's like you're breaking down the the steps of a crime. Intent. Would you say something to a what straight white male, I believe, is how she phrased it. Wow. Dawn, you do a fantastic job from both 6 to 10 and 10 to 12. Is that sexual harassment? Would I say that to you if you were not a female? Oh, (laughs) yes. I'm triggered. I don't know. <laughs> See, you guys are doing it. You guys are doing it all wrong. You I'm can both, so well, you, triggered. You can't, Nick, because you're 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 a white white guy. So. I'm guilty. Is it a micro or a birth. macro? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna... You Mac Daddy of macro <laughs> micro organisms. You. I think I'm going to go to the next sales meeting, the next yeah. one that you know Scopinich is not conducting, and I'm going to congratulate whoever does it and say you did a great job today. And then I'm going to tuck my head down and pray I don't get punched in the face. <laughs> well, it's why people are are afraid to say anything now. They're afraid to give you a compliment. Agreed. They're afraid to say anything because it's just somebody who's waiting to be offended. Mm -hmm. Because we've created compensation for a victimhood culture. Yep. All you have to do is say, you don't even have to be... physically assaulted all this all you could simply claim that your feelings were hurt and that person that allegedly hurt your feelings if yeah. they don't check a certain identity it's just the presumption of guilt That's not right. not the presumption of innocence nope it's you're guilty until proven not guilty not yeah. innocent until proven guilty because facts don't matter they don't, they don't matter it's, it's my truth <laughs> you <laughs> macro micro whatever mac daddy <laughs> offender 
I don't even have the lingo down because it's like so bizarre. Maybe that should be the name of the band for the squad, the Macro Mike Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's their truth. Right. So the truth doesn't matter because it's your personal truth. I got to give Cori Bush a little credit, though. She did not blame it on racism. She said it was right-wing media. Well, I guess you could look at, you could say that that is. Yeah. Yeah. But usually, when in doubt, just just cry racism for your failures. What did she say? Because he came in at below market value. Below market value. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can, you know, sure, since we're married, I can give you a sweet deal. Yeah, the going rate for Bush's security is 200 Gs, but if you come in at 180 and your family, you're probably getting the gig. It's the friends and family discount. By the way, if her husband does security, like, couldn't he just say, you know what, baby? You don't have to pay anything. I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this for you. Right. Like, why does he need to be paid? Right. It's it's like the same thing with Fannie Willis with her lover. If it, you know, they're they have such a great relationship. Why wouldn't he take on that case pro bono? Yep. Well, because so he's a her Corey Bush's new relatively new husband, right? Mm. A year ago they're married. Ah. I think it's because she wants control over him so he so i think that she wants mm. to be the boss she right. wants to be on top yeah oh well the squad and, loves, remember God. the squad loves power aoc's mm-hmm. been known to hold hostage videos yeah, on social media Ugh. so remember aoc what was her fiance's name and she was like riley yeah right yeah riley we got Corey. Mm-hmm. remember she's like riley yeah. so i just think for i for Corey bush's new husband yep he's somebody military veteran mm-hmm. served in the military and I think she's like, no, you're not going to have another job. You're going to work for me. I'm the boss. All right. So he gets a point for being a vet. Yep, but then he, he loses two for marrying Bush. <laughs> so he's negative one in my scorecard right now. I think we should interview his mother. <laughs> Whose mother? His. The mother, the right. mother-in-law of Corey Bush. Oh, yeah. Let's interview the mother-in-law. Yeah. And see how she feels about her. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi is under fire for, um, so there were, there were, uh, pro Palestinian protesters outside of her house. We discussed this yesterday, Nick. Mm-hmm. You, you said you weren't a fan of the protesting outside of people's homes. Not people's personal residence, no. Yeah. Um, so she was getting, she was being escorted into her black SUV, uh, by her, uh, servants, uh, her, <laughs> excuse me, uh, her staff. And, uh, she screamed to, to them to go back to China where your headquarters is. Please don't bother me with is, such frivolity. Is okay. that ra- is that racism, guys? Uh, well, I'm, I'm I think Demo- so. She's a Democrat, I'm so curious. probably not. Like, it's bizarre. Are they what ethnicity were the protesters? I, I have no idea. Way. Here, let's. Uh, you want to see the video? Go to YouTube. YouTube.com slash at twelve ten wph By the way, if you're watching right now, please hit the subscribe button. Also, hit the like button. If you missed our big uh, seven twenty announcement, let's go back on the rewind. Yeah. Come on. Go back on YouTube and watch yeah. it. Why did somebody come on and go, what? What did I miss? YouTube.com slash at 1210 Nick Kale's going on a cruise. If you yeah. want to see this. Taking a cruise to the Red Sea. Nick Kale is Nick Kale is getting hair plugs. Greg Stocker is shaving his head. <laughs> and we're going to reverse roles. It's going to be April Fool's. You're going to be the one with the hair, and I'm not. Nancy Pelosi telling pro-Palestinian protesters, go back to China. This is cut eight. Phil, go. <laughs> Democrats want the ceasefire. The Democrats want the ceasefire. Go back to China, wow. where your headquarters is. Wow. Now, you know, 
Again, I, I don't like, and I don't really know how many people were there. In that video, you see two. Uh, I don't know how many people are there. If you want to show up at Nancy's actual office, you want to show up in Washington. I don't like people showing up at people's house, whether it's Fetterman, whether it's Pelosi, whether it's Kavanaugh, on down the list. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind, if that was Kevin McCarthy, or if that was anybody with an R in front of their name, and they said, go back to... If that was Donald Trump, <laughs> I Joy Reid and, and Rachel Maddow might have to do like a merged show where they both simultaneously combust over that statement. Go back to China, and I can't even tell that she's Chinese, because it's from the back. All I see is her hair. I mean, I'm, we're just going to assume Nancy's correct, but... Why do you got to say go back to China? By the way, on the YouTube chat, Chris Donahue writes, Dawn's face when Greg talks is the best. Do you make a face when I talk? I don't know. It's probably, you know, I'm, I'm multitasking. Right. My son couldn't find the garage door opener to take his brother You're to writing school. Writing the big three. There's a lot going on. We got, got the big three show upcoming. Coming up. So it could be a multitude of things. Yes. Are you making me. are you making faces no, at me not that I can't see? Not purposely. <laughs> they're they're uh, uh, Freudian slips. They are uh, subconscious expressions. I think so. Go to YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHD if you want to see this. Of, of, of everything that we do on this program, yeah. I, I swear, and, and I, this is a compliment for the audience, radio listeners are the most incredible group of people, especially mm -hmm. the hardcore diehards mm -hmm. that live and cling to any word, any especially with me, with any syllable, any tense that I use for run versus ran, no, things like just, that. That's just horrendous. It is horrific. I agree. <laughs> it's an just, abomination. Yeah, I'm totally on board with you. I'm ashamed, actually. You should get the death penalty. I, give me the nitrogen. <laughs> um, you know, but like the fact that people would pick up and say, I, I wonder why Dawn's eyebrows go up when Greg talks. <laughs> you have to be incredibly intent to even notice something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. People oh, I love notice it. and listen and yeah. like, everywhere. Actually, to be honest with you, Murph's mom, I believe it was Murph's mom on uh, Twitter, called the announcement uh, an hour before we made it because uh, she said that I, me I mentioned it a couple of months ago. I don't even remember mentioning it a couple months ago. You so, yeah, Did you yeah. say it was Disney, though? I, you I, said don't, it was, I, don't, I don't remember. You said something, something about cruise. a cruise. Yep. Oh, did I? You did. It's maybe Thanksgiving ish. Wow. And Christmas ish. I let the cat out of the bag. I should you be ashamed of myself. But you didn't give the deets. I don't know. But that's that's what I'm talking about. That everybody here just li listens to everything and picks up on every little nuance. And I appreciate that. That's yeah. why we're sending a listener and three of their family members or friends or people they want to bribe on a cruise to the Caribbean. I'm also getting tweets asking if somebody that wins can have three tickets and then save the fourth on the flight down to scoop up Bruno from Florida <laughs> and take Bruno on the cruise. He's coming up in 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know what the rule is. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Tony's technically an employee He's or not. how that works. He's not technically an employee. Tony's very smart with what he does here. Okay. So, um, he is not technically an employee, so he can do whatever he wants to. Although being so closely associated with Kale and Company, he might, you know, right? They might look down upon that. So. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden yesterday going to cut four here, Phil. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday was asked if Iran is responsible for the deaths of the three U.S. soldiers. Uh, this is what he said when asked about that. Cut four, Phil. Go. Are you responsible for the death of those three Americans? 
I do hold respons responsible in the sense of supplying the weapons to the people who did it. We'll, we'll have that discussion. First of all, always love when he conducts his interviews in front of the helicopter because we always get such great audio quality of that clip. Uh, Passive-aggressive answer from a passive-aggressive guy. Uh, Joe is responsible, certainly, for the funds that were unfrozen to Iran. And, of course, Iran is responsible. Not, not, not in the way he's saying, well, they were you know, kind of maneuvering the drones. This is all on Iran, and this is all by design. We've seen the map. If you've watched Fox News at all in the last month, You've seen over 160 different sites on the map in that general region where American troops have been attacked 160 times. And here is where I think Americans have every right to be furious. Of those 160 attacks on American soldiers, yeah. do you know how many times America has responded or retaliated to the 160 attacks? Ten times. That is... By my math, that is one out of every 16 times they attack us, we respond in some sort of fashion. That is the definition of weak. I'm not advocating for war. Yeah. But it's a fine line. It's a, it is. It's because you don't want to show. Like, I'm not going all Lindsey Graham here. Yeah. But we have to be. It's a. It's a. It's a bad. And the problem is, guys, is is that we should never be in these positions to begin with. You know what I mean? So. You know, you can sit here and say, well, it, how do you respond? The fact of the matter is, is that we shouldn't be in these positions where we have to respond to mm -hmm. something like this. That's correct. Um, yesterday uh, on Air Force One, they, had, they held a press briefing. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Olivia Dalton and John Kirby uh, were aboard Air Force One taking questions. A reporter asked, is Biden's position that there's nothing more he can do on the border, on the migration issue? Uh, this is what they said to that. This is cut three. Phil, go. Is it his position then that there's nothing all more that he can do uh, on migration, that this is the limit to his authority? The president, I think, on the just a moment ago, that certainly he feels that there are things that are within his power, but there are also things that are not within his power that he's looking for a congressional authority to do uh, in order to step up border security. Take some of those steps that are within his power. That's what I'm asking. Like there are some things in his power. Why doesn't he do those? We're in the middle of negotiating in good faith across the aisle with Democrats and Republicans in the Senate to try and get this proposal done. Uh, I'm not going to get into the particulars of those conversations and what is or is not on the table. But uh, look, we think that there's no reason we can't come to a very significant uh, deal here that, again, would be historic in nature, uh, that would deliver on meaningful reforms and resources that would help us secure the border. And, you know, that's the stated goal of both Republicans and Democrats in Congress. What's standing in the way? We don't think politics should... I gotta say, yeah. Deputy Press Secretary, much better than KJP. You know, mm -hmm. I watched her on television yesterday. She is much more eloquent and better spoken, still spinning the same nonsense. <laughs> well, yeah. But she doesn't she doesn't get tripped up like, you know, a dial-up internet connection that reaches a busy <laughs> dial. She's like a fiber optic compared to KJP being AOL dial-up. Yeah. It is really remarkable. Uh, but the reality is this. Joe doesn't need more money. Joe doesn't need Congress to act. He has all the power he needs that he can shut the border down today. Title Eight, 
which includes decades-old immigration legislation, outlines the process for handling migrants at the border. It's right there in the U.S. Code of Title VIII. All he has to do is do it. It's that simple. Kevin Pools on YouTube says, uh, don't ask Nick if Iran is responsible. Nick might answer, no, Iran is responsible. <laughs> Kevin. That is, is. Kevin. Iraq, Iran, <laughs> Iran. Heaven 01 says you have to respond directly. Do do you? I, I, I don't. Uh, what? what? With a pers- well, maybe with like a precise. What are they going to do? They hit a navy, ve- a naval vessel in the Red Sea. Um, I I personally, without having to like you know, outline everything, I'd hit him with petroleum. Hit them where it really hurts. That'll set them back a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. You do what they did in uh, the movie Iron Eagle with Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, here we go. And Chappie went over there and hit the refineries. Here we go. Iron Eagle. Great I saw this in a movie once. It's called Iron Eagle. Iron this is what Eagle. we should do. The Eagle has landed. Remember when the leader of Iran was like, I want those pigs blown out of the sky. Nobody uh, nobody has thought oh, about that on. movie it's since 1987. It's not Top Gun, but it's pretty good. Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. Never say die. Great, great soundtrack, Iron Eagle should be the first code word for the Disney cruise. <laughs> yeah, by the way, uh, if you listen in the 8 o'clock hour uh, every day... In February, every weekday, obviously, in February, up until the uh, February 22nd, we will be giving away a keyword at 8.30, and then you have to go to 1210WPHT.com and enter that keyword for your chance to win the Disney Cruise right. for four. Sarah Haynes on um, The View, <laughs> Dawn, Dawn, Dawn's going to freak out at this, Uh-oh. says that she had to hide the news from her kids while Trump was in office. She couldn't even what? announce the president. So, so she... she <laughs> for four years? Who's the president? I don't know. I no idea. Mr. <laughs> yeah, <he's> Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the president is... Who is this? Sarah Haynes. She's okay. one of the she's, view, view members. She's a liar, too. Well, how old are the kids? Uh, let her explain. This is cut two guys go. And you, you can get your folks to... I'm sorry, baby. Anytime I'm and sorry, anywhere baby. you can get people to come out... And vote. It is your right. It is your right. It is your right as an American. Why would you, why would they say don't? Because the more people people vote, the less the the right wing wins in this country. Well, that's my point is that when you want voters, everyone should want voters. In a healthy democracy, voting is your currency and you want more voters. And you earn your vote. The right has not been a, a hero for that because they haven't won the popular vote since 2000 or 2004. I don't know. It's been a long time. So they don't want more voters. But I think the the bigger thing here that they're missing as a parent of young kids, I want people that my kids can watch. Taylor Swift is undisputably a great role model oh, she's a woman that when you watch her music all the things my child can watch them do you know what my child can't watch news when you turn it on i literally had to hide news for four years while donald trump was in because as they're learning what a president of the united yeah. states is i didn't yeah. want to say yeah and that's him right there so i couldn't even announce the president until biden and vice president harris i hide the well, news that, from my that's husband. a role model and that's what <laughs> yeah. should be well in that <laughs> I, I, okay I, so, so she's not the one that used to work for trump no, 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 no. Is that the one on the far right of the set that's the Republican? I Yeah, I didn't yeah. see Griffin that Griffin or Farrah, whatever her name Farrah is. Griffin, yeah. Yeah, okay. You believe that, Dawn? She had to hide who the president was? And she makes it sound, she makes it sound like uh, I had to hide from my son who his grandfather was because his grandfather was uh, Ted Bundy. 
Well, I wonder if she hides from her son the chaos in the world. I wonder if she hides, you know, all the violence and the opioid deaths and what's going on in Ukraine. What's the horrible economy? I wonder if she hides all the violent crimes in the cities. The cities are a mess. I wonder if she hides all of that. I, I just love the warped mindset of these people that really think like Trump is this evil human being. Yet Joe Biden's just like the innocent grandpa. It's really a fascinating dynamic how they prop one up, forget policy, just from a human being perspective. Also, let's, you know, I, why do your kids need to know about n- news events anyway? Like, right. let's keep them, like, my my son right now just discovered Blue's Clues. Yeah. You know, from yes. the yes. 90s. He loves it. Yeah. And, like, he has no idea about anything that's going on in the world, and I don't want him to, like, let these kids be kids. Well, this Why do you have to let him know yeah. about anything? Whether Biden's the president, Trump's the president, who cares? We talked about it yesterday in the big take where I said I want, I want government and schools, I want them staying out of... You know, my family, when it comes to raising my children, Kamala, with the clip, well, they're all children of the community. There are children. No, they're not your kids. They're my kids. By the way, speaking of that, speaking of Blue's Clues from the 90s. Yeah. Did Steve from Blue's Clues go to DeSales University? I, I don't know who Steve from Blue's Clues oh, you, is. Oh, you, you don't? Know. Yeah. Yeah, my kids loved him. I There's mean, I remember the show, him. but I can't recall anybody's yeah. character on there. Really? DeSales? Like the Lehigh Steve. Valley? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he did. Did he? Yeah. Interesting. To say, just <laughs> my sister of, got her MBA from. Just see, just piece of random, uh, just a piece of random uh, info yeah. for everybody. Out there. Yeah, he went to DeSales. Thank you. Oh wow! It was that back when it was called Allentown College. Was it ever called? It, I think it was. it was. Yeah, and then they rebranded. Mm-hmm. As we continue here, what's on the cut sheet? Let me grab a phone call. Tony is in Pottstown, and he's got some thoughts on the border. Tony, good morning. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Great show, by the way. Thank you. Um, By the way, uh, the guy from Blue School was from Boyertown. Oh, oh, Boyertown. Nice. And he did go to sales, right? Steve Burns. Steve Burns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a friend actually know him. Oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Not to, um, not anyways, to, be, not to I, be confused with Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. No, definitely not. Exactly. Um, all right, so I want to give my point on the border. I crossed the border Ill- illegally. Um, you know, obviously now I'm fixed. I, I pay my dues and everything. But um, uh, when I did it, you had to, like, hide from the border. I, I I rode an 18-wheeler. Um, I spent 16 hours in a boat in the Mexican Gulf. Um, my parents were here illegally for 20 years, 20 years. And I came here, and I, I fixed myself. I learned the language. I learned the culture. I love America. It's the best country that there is. Um, that's why everybody wants to come in. Hey, can I, can, I ask, most, can I ask when you did this, what year this was, or during what administration? Uh, Yes, I left El Salvador when I was 17. Um, I left March, tor- uh, I'm sorry, uh, February 13. I was I was supposed to go to the dance, and I didn't go to the 14, uh, February 14 dance because I left the day before, and I came here Sunday, March. Uh, it's my birthday. It's the 16th. And what year, so what, year, what year was this? 
1998. Okay, so a Clinton administration. I got you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Um, my parents, uh, what my dad got uh, papers from uh, when Reagan was in office, um, but he lost them. He, you know. So I, uh, I came here when I was 16, and I'm 43 now. So you do the numbers. Yep. Um, and the best decision of my life. Um, I, I never went to school. I never bought a dictionary. I never bought a translator. I learned my English and the go. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm a proud American. I love America. I was actually, I signed myself to go to war if I had to, even though I wasn't born here. Mm -hmm. I, I, and it, and it gets me really upset how you guys, as a, not you guys, but you know, American people don't love this country. Right. It bothers me. It bothers me mm -hmm. a lot. And this administration needs to go. Yep. But Biden needs to go back in the in the suitcase with a uh, Jeff Duncan, you know, like Walter. <laughs> That's what he looks like. What? I got you, Tony. Um, Tony from Pottstown. How about that? <laughs> Professing his love for America. Wow. So 1998 was when that happened, and obviously the numbers that have crossed in this administration compared to that administration 26 years later, significantly and massive. It's uh, higher amounts. It's interesting to hear somebody give that perspective. I've actually never heard anybody give that perspective. Like I, you know, I was here illegally, and then and, went about it the right way, the whole yeah, process, I, and learned things, and loves the country, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. and you know, he left in 1998. He's 43. We so. should send him up to Harvard to talk about why freedom is such a great thing, and ask these Harvard elites why they hate freedom so much. Yeah, because this guy probably, you know, did a lot of stuff that was life threatening right he was on a boat for how long 17 days i think he said god i mean it, what an what an incredible story i mean he's he's around my age so 1998 he would have been 17 or 18 years old so yeah. i mean that you know to do that that trek you mm -hmm. know when you're when you're that young um i get it you know you're yeah. still technically an adult but but and he's a blues clues fan <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should send him to disney <laughs> but i think those who've who've come to this country and escaped other you know governments and regimes and they've yep. experienced what it's like to actually not have our constitutional freedoms mm -hmm. so they get it no <laughs> doubt no doubt they've lived it sid, sid wise on youtube says hopefully that guy didn't learn his english from nick <laughs> <laughs> sid that's a sin who needs babble when you can listen to kale <laughs> i'll teach you a new language in two weeks 20 minutes a day on the app <laughs> It's not right. Um, uh, uh, on that note. If I were smart, oh, I'd say no. thank you and leave. All right, we should break before break. All right. Coming up next, we're going to get to Tony Bruno live from the great state of Florida, where they do value freedom, unlike in the Ivy Leagues. We'll get Tony's thoughts on a litany of issues, uh, including some of the stories coming out of the weekend that have to do with race in the NFL. Also, Mark Cuban is getting roasted for his hypocrisy on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And also Tony's thoughts on the Eagles coordinators and everything going on at the border. All of that as we continue. Tony Bruno next from Florida here on Kale & Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You know, my kitchen is the heart of my home. I love my kitchen. If your kitchen or bath 
is outdated. You need some magic. How about some kitchen magic? They're local, family-owned, and operated since 1979 right here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Just schedule your free in-home design consultation today to bring your new kitchen or bath to life. Kitchen Magic is the full-service remodeler I trust to quickly, beautifully, and affordably transform your kitchen or bath. So right now, they're offering 12 months, no payments, no interest financing, and 10% off your remodel. Just visit them at kitchenmagic.com. That's kitchenmagic.com. Make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.